This is Localization Today, a podcast from multilingual media covering the most relevant daily news in the language industry. Looking for a localization partner that can handle all your text and web content, but so much more? To stand out in new markets, you must first blend in. Blend is your single source for everything localization, helping brands expand to new markets with AI-driven technologies and a global community of language experts and voice talents in 120 languages. Mention this promo and get 10% off your first text, voice, or video localization. Grow bigger anywhere with Blend. Visit GetBlend.com today. You wouldn't use Google Translate to churn out an English language, or any language for that matter, version of a novel like Gabriel Garcia Marquez's Cien Años de Soledad, or would you? The answer to that question is likely still a resounding no. Although researchers have been fascinated with potential applications for machine translation in the field of literary translation, any serious challenge to human literary translators from machines is still a long way off, as the European Council of Literary Translators Associations put it in a 2020 report. That said, researchers are still trying to see how MT can be applied to literary works. A recent study from researchers at the University of Massachusetts at Amherst attempted to reveal why MT usually falls flat compared to human literary translations. As literary MT is understudied, especially at a document level, it is unclear how state-of-the-art MT systems perform, and what systematic errors they make, the researchers wrote in a paper, which was recently pre-published and available for free on ARXIV. To shed light on some of the problems with literary MT, the researchers collected a corpus of non-English literary works that met the following criteria. They were in the public domain in their source country by 2022. There were multiple human translations published in English. And they were published in an electronic format. The data that the researchers compiled, named PAR3, includes at least two human translations of every source paragraph. To test the efficacy of MT for literary uses, the researchers used Google Translate to create English versions of the source paragraphs and presented them, side by side, with the human translations, to two groups of readers, professional literary translators and monolingual English writers. Perhaps unsurprisingly, both groups overwhelmingly preferred the human translations. 84% of the time, human raters preferred human translations to the machine-translated version. The raters also shared insights that the researchers believe could be used to improve MT's potential for literary applications. Based on their feedback, the researchers identified five ways in which MT can be improved. Nearly half of the MT errors were a result of over-literal text translation. While these instances may not have been outright errors, they often disrupted the flow of the paragraph, making the text feel awkward to read. Additionally, lack of context caused about 20% of these issues reported in the MT paragraphs. Other errors were either a result of poor word choice, over or under precision, and so-called catastrophic errors that completely invalidate the translation, 
misgendering a character, for instance. The readers also used these insights to create a GPT-3-based automatic post-editing model to adjust the machine-translated output. The post-edited versions received more preferable ratings than the unedited versions produced by Google Translate. Overall, our work uncovers new challenges to progress in literary MT, and we hope that the public release of PAR 3 will encourage researchers to tackle them, the researchers conclude. This article was written by Andrew Warner and was originally published on Multilingual.com on November 8th, 2022. Thank you for listening to Localization Today. To subscribe to Multilingual Magazine, go to Multilingual.com slash subscribe.